started your own gym. Like it's no, it worked out better even. than you expected because of uh, some trouble in the world. And people, I notice a lot of people can't catch the silver lining of yes, this is a bad time in the world. It's a hard time, but this is a time to make things happen. Yeah, you have exactly. free time to make something happen. Do something that you're passionate about. Oh, big time! You know, <laughs> yeah. they they kind of gave the world you know six seven months just to go and focus on whatever they needed to. And like, I was already focused on this. All it did was give me a couple extra hours a week to kind of pull it through. And then uh, the opportunity for the space came in and I like, I saw it and I was like, there's no way. I'm like, it looks pretty good. <laughs> and so it just kind of like totally, you know, like BS. And I just like sent that, you know, like the automated message. It was like, oh, is it still available? And right away they were like, yeah, you can come look at it tomorrow morning. And I was nice. like, oh, uh, in my head, I was like, I was not ready for that. Like I was just kind of like thrown on a line. I didn't even really care to fish at that point, you know? And uh, he just said, got it to me so fast. The next morning worked. I was in the next morning. And by the end of the week, I was like, I want it. I'll take it, whatever, whatever it needs. And That's so, crazy. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us here at the AR Vibes Good Vibes podcast. We got a special guest today, as you can see, Jake Pilla, professional MMA fighter out of Lowell, Massachusetts. What's up, everybody? And before we... What's going on, guys? And um, before I get into talking with Jake a little bit and getting into his story and his background, I want to start off with Jake was the first person to do an interview with me for Air Vibes. We had great content. It was right before our professional fight he was having. I think it was your second fight. Is that right? Yeah. So you won yeah. the first fight. Then I interviewed. I was interviewing you. We were at the gym. He was training for his second fight. And long story short, I had somebody else working with me who was my camera guy, lost all the footage, lost the whole interview, yeah. great footage ready to go, and maybe it was yeah, just how it works in the universe, it wasn't the right time, but we lost yeah, some good content, so we had to bring it back. <laughs> we had to do it hey, again. I'm ready to rerun it, so. Awesome, man. So, yeah, before we jump into anything, Jake, I would love for you just to give a, you know, just a quick, I don't know, two-minute background on who you are, and then we'll dive deeper with some different questions, and uh, just to let the audience know, too. This isn't an interview. I know some of the, uh, the the episodes you saw have been very interviews, me asking a bunch of questions. I want this to be more like, if you watch Joe Rogan, open conversation. We're just going to talk. You, I got you. And we're going to jump into Jake's life. So before we do that, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you, what you're doing, cool. where you're um, at, and you're going there. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to do a little bit of everything. That's, that's always kind of been my problem. Um, I'm Jake Pilla. I live in Berica. I kind of grew up there my whole life. I started martial arts when I was four. I have pretty much done every martial art you can think of or at least tried them uh i am a brown belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu under brian caldwell and john howard i am now opening my own school in tuxbury i've been training mma i'd say 13 years now jiu-jitsu about 13 years muay thai about the same i have a black belt in kung fu i coached in andover for the wrestling team for about two years i've traveled all over you know the world and the u.s coaching um, I've done seminars as far as in Puerto Rico. Um, it's just kind of what I love to do. I don't know. I definitely, that's uh, awesome, bro. That yeah, actually, you know, that's perfect. That's what the intro is always good for. Like the quick tell, tell everybody about you. Cause it leads right into a question. And Great. I know enough about you, but the audience doesn't yet or not everybody. And Jake is in the process of starting his own. Is it, you call it an MMA gym? What do you call it? What's yep. it like? No, it's a, uh, yeah, it's an MMA gym. It's going to be guerrilla yeah. fitness. Nice, Gorilla Fitness. And I've been seeing him putting the work in, laying out the mats, getting the mirrors up, setting it all up, and it's, it's pretty sweet. He's actually there right now. Maybe at the yeah, end of this, if you want, Jake, Ooh. we could give a little little demo I, of what you got going on. I'd, I'd give you a quick tour. I'd, I'd be willing. I like, I like it. I like it. So 
I want to dig right into that. So you've been training your whole life. You've been into this your whole life. Why this now? Like it, this has to be, this has to do with you being a professional and you want to take your career to the next level. Or is this more of a, I want to give back and teach people everything I learned to get to my professional career. Uh, so a bit of both, right? I, my whole life, I've been involved in martial arts. I started very young. And so when I turned around the age of nine, I started being like one of the assistant instructors at the Kung Fu place I was going to in Barica. Um, and so by the time I was, I'd say like 12, 13, they had me running classes. And so I've always been coaching. And so like I went through there to the time I was about 18. I coached in Everett for about two years. I ended up in Plastyle for like six years. Um, and uh, so from there, I ended up getting let go. Uh, and when they let me go, I realized like, I love to coach. I want to coach. And I, I've always been uh, somewhat of like a traveler when it comes to like the MMA world, whereas both of my coaches kind of took me in as, you know, like a, as almost like sons to them. Um, and so like with Brian Caldwell, you know, with John Howard, with, with now Nate Lamont was like taking me on. Like, I love Nate. I can't say enough good things about him. Um, but with Brian and Dooms kind of taking me on, I never had a, what I felt to be like a home gym. You know, I'd be in a gym for a couple of years, but my two coaches weren't always there. And the coach that was there knew that they weren't my full-time coach. And it creates this kind of like uncomfortable situation. Um, right. And so then uh, I ended up in a situation where I was actively coaching private lessons and I was actively doing a lot of things. And uh, it just, it became a weird situation with the gym that I was at. I linked up at, uh, I kind of moved to another gym and started running my private lessons out of there and stuff like that. Just, just maintaining an income, just, you know, trying to stay, yeah. stay grinding and stay, you know, competing and, <laughs> There have been plenty of times in my life where doing the private lessons and doing these things, you know, on the side have been what, you know, allowed me to kind of survive and flourish. Uh, and so I ended up linking up with uh, another gentleman, Alex Najar, and he was running a wrestling program. I told him what I was kind of looking to do. And we just agreed to kind of, you know, go in on this facility and, and run it that way. And then uh, I, I lucked out. So I, it's a catch 22. I went in on this, let's say in January. Well, by the time I'm ready to run classes and everything's good to go, bam, we're shut down. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. COVID, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, what am I going to do? You know, like, oh, no. I really was excited. I was like ready to go. It was kind of like in the works. And so during the shutdown, I go in and I'm, I'm doing all this work. I'm like trying to paint the place and add things. And the more I'm standing in the room, I'm like, you know what? Like the room didn't reflect my ability right? The, the space that we were in, and the space I'm in now isn't huge, but it, it's definitely a little bit bigger, a little bit uh, more professional, kind of what I need yeah. at this point in life. Um, and so during the shutdown, at one point, I, I called him and I said, hey, I said, I found a new location, you know, like, I want to move everything over. I want to run this as like a real school. Do you want to jump in and, you know, we take up whatever you need, you know, still be a part of everything, but like, I'm, I'm ready to run this. And so uh, I ended up upgrading facilities in the last two months now. And yes. now that I've upgraded facilities, I'm pretty much ready to, to fully run this. Uh, later on today, I'll be putting out a post that next Tuesday will be my soft opening. So you get it first. Nice, um, yeah, so everything, I mean, I, I'm super excited. What, what I lucked out about is during the shutdown, most people are, they're stuck. There's no training. There's no schools open. There's no work to be done. I lucked out and I got to bring in my coaches who they needed facilities too. And so I have this small group of people who have all been together through the entire quarantine that have nice. been killing it together. That's and so awesome. like, I, I mean, I, I'm in like really, really good shape right now. Everything is kind of flowing well. So now moving forward, I have both of my instructors coaching at my school. That's and amazing. So like, 
yeah, I almost feel like I'm double dipping. Yeah. yeah, like it's almost <laughs> silly to me because I'm gonna be going to their classes. Like it's, it's definitely right. wild, you know. And they're so great. Yeah, what, and so cool and... yeah, what's beautiful about that even more though is finding the silver lining in the bad. Like you, you go out, you go hard to make this your career, which it already is fighting. Like I want to make the coaching aspect of my career. I want my own business with it. And then bang, his like, no, you're not doing it. Most people right away just give up on their dreams there. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, what the yeah. hell? Like, this wasn't meant to happen. Not you. You're like, all right, how do I work around this? How do I make this happen? And now, well, you, you probably weren't expecting this situation when you started your own gym. Like, it's like, no, it worked out no, better no. than you expected because of uh, some trouble in the world. And people, I notice a lot of people can't catch the silver lining of, yes, this is a bad time in the world. It's a hard time. But this is a time to make things happen. Yeah, you have exactly. free time to make something happen. Do something that you're passionate about. Oh, big time. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they kind of gave the world, you know, six, seven months just to go and focus on whatever they needed to. And, like, I was already focused on this. All it did was give me a couple extra hours a week to kind of pull it through. And then uh, the opportunity for the space came in. And I, like, I saw it and I was like, there's no way. I'm like, it looks pretty good. <laughs> and so just kind of, like, totally, you know, like, BS. And I just, like, sent that, you know, like, the automated message. It was like, oh, is it still available? And right away, they were like, yeah, you can come look at it tomorrow morning. And I was nice. like, oh. Uh, in my head, I was like, I was not ready for that. Like, <laughs> I was just kind of like thrown on a line. I didn't even really care to fish at that point, you know. And uh, he just had got back to me so fast. The next morning worked. I was in the next morning. And by the end of the week, I was like, I want it. I'll take it. Whatever, whatever it needs. And That's so, crazy. I mean, yeah, we're here. That's a, dude, it's amazing. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm at 30 years old. I'm not in the right shape. I got the, I got the mind. I got the soul, the body I've been working on. I quit soda. I'm doing my thing. I'm trying my I best. Like it, I like it. And I was talking to my son and my little brother who's, you already know, Matt, you met Matt. Oh, he yeah, loves yeah, it. Yeah, he's love obsessed Matt. with MMA. And he's like, Hey, awesome. we need to join Jake's gym. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, I yes. want it. And you know what, you know what happened though? I was meditating, man. And I got to a point where I almost decided I need to do this for one fight. I just want to get into I one fight, it. just train and see how I can do it. And then be done it. with it. Cause it's not me. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know what's you. This isn't my yeah. game. That's not me. But you I think what I mean? like, something would go good in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. You could train and never have to fight, and it would still yeah. give you, like, so much more than you think it would. Yeah. You know, like – It's discipline, it's, balance, everything, yeah. It's it's wow. a – yeah, it's a level of peace, right? It's a, it's a security. You know, like, jiu-jitsu is being comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's all mm -hmm. life is, you know? And so, like, it, it gives such a peace of mind, and it, it pretty much brings structure and peace to everything else. I mean, without sure. jujitsu and training, I couldn't be doing all this. Yeah, and I heard you say earlier too, you you have belts in all different verticals, which is awesome too. Like mixed martial arts, that's what I love about it. It's not, hey, I'm a Muay Thai guy, hey, I'm a Brazilian jujitsu guy. You can do everything. And I wanted to ask, out of all those that you've learned coming up, even as a child, what would you say was the most influential? Not necessarily like skill wise, fighting wise, but like, like when I watched Cobra Kai with my son, and I and I watched Karate Kid. Looking back, I remember all the lessons now. As a kid, I didn't get them. Now I'm like, oh my god! He talks about chakras. He talks about balance. He talks about it's beautiful. I'm like, how did I not catch that when I was a kid? So, like, what would you say is the biggest, less, like, the best thing that you've done for your life when it comes to training? Not necessarily the fighting aspect. You know where I'm going with that? Yeah. So I get you. It's kind of like a. So I, I would kind of give you two, right? Because they were both big turning points. Uh, I did Kung Fu very young and I, it was an amazing program. He's still there. He's still killing it. Uh, it's nice. Mike McCann, Kung Fu and Barica. Uh, you know, I, I even love to shout him out because like he really did so much for me and he nice. gave me, uh, he gave me my base, right? He gave me my structure. He gave me my discipline. He gave me a lot of those like work hard, you train hard. You know what I mean? Like 
what was beautiful about his school in a time, even now, I see it now all the time, guys are handing out belts. And you're like, karate school is like, it's funny, like, well, even when I tell people I have a black belt in Kung Fu, the, the level of respect that you receive from that isn't very high. And I understand, right? I understand in the world we're in. And it took me at the time 12 years to get that black belt. But most yeah. people don't look at that. You know what I mean? Like, and that's mm -hmm. realistic. You know, like it, it literally, my instructor at the time made me wait off two and a half years to get it. Wow. He goes, you're to not old it. enough. You wanted to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Discipline. yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, and then, so like, <laughs> he was old school. He taught the right lessons. He did everything by the book. You know, like maybe we see differently, you know, an eye to eye on a couple little things, but like all in all, he did a lot for me. And so like, I feel like he was definitely the, the groundwork for what I became. In nice. a sense, you know, like, especially in the martial, martial arts world, like maybe I played sports and I tried to be a, an athlete and something else. Like, I, I believe no matter what I do, I'm always just going to have that. Like, it's just something I was born with. I, I want to be, right. I want to be the hardest worker in the room. Um, I love it. You know, it's a, and you got to have that mentality to get like, and we, uh, I'm going to reference Jay-Z. I don't always do this, but he has Please, a line, heaven or hell. Yeah, you, you heard the song heaven, heaven or hell, the cards you've been dealt to the cards you play. So like, like you yeah. said, no matter what, you always want to make sure you, have that edge if you know where you come from and it's not the guys at the top that get into the ufc or another organization easily you know you got to make a name for yourself to get there and there's nothing wrong with that and that's oh, yeah. having that drive puts you on another level you know well Compared to i, I always else. think about it too man like people people like i want to be the greatest or i want to be this or i want to be this i don't know if i'll ever get to the pinnacle of anything i have no idea who knows i you know like all i know is i'm not going to stop until i either get there or fail yeah. out you know what i mean like and you love and what I you're fail, doing yeah yeah and even if i fail out i'm gonna rerun it well you know like we're gonna try this again yeah. you know so like it almost gives me no worry no matter what i'm doing because you know like failure almost isn't an option i can yeah, walk I out that. of anything saying i did my best and that's that you know i'm the same way man that's that's a great lesson for anybody listening to this podcast like literally when you said i think it was um was it Kung Fu? No, Jiu Jitsu, being uncomfortable, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. uncomfortable. That's one of the biggest things to get into flow state for anybody who doesn't understand flow state. That's the highest level of consciousness. That's when, you know, you get into a car accident and everything's in slow motion. Yeah. I've never been in an MMA fight. Do you I, get into a flow state, like slow motion? Like when you're going at it, is it like you're in a whole nother world? Like explain the fight process. Like when you're in that octagon and it's time to go, like what's it's, the, what's there? It's so in the moment that most people will never experience it, right? Because like, you really can't be thinking about what you had for lunch right. or what, you know, next Tuesday's plans are because you're gonna get punched in the face, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's like that, it's that simple. But, and so I always think like, I'm super stressed and I'm nervous and I, I'm like a wreck before fights. I'm like, oh, all right, I gotta get in there and do this again. And like, I love it, I love to fight. I love getting in there, but like, nerves are good. They keep you on point. Yep. And so like, I always think you make the walk down, the music hits and like it changes the energy, the energy in the room starts to change. Your energy starts to change. Things are starting to move. They shut the cage door. They're announcing you, you know, the crowd's going, you start going and then you touch gloves. And for a couple seconds, dude, it's nothing but silence in your head. It, it's that, <laughs> yes. it's that flow state. It's that. And it's just, it, I always think it's just like a couple seconds real quick. where like, I'm just in a different world. Yep. Now it's just me and you, I, you know, like I have nothing else to think about or worry about. I'm just here to do what I do best and that's it, you know, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Is there a moment? So I love this because, and the other thing about flow state, I, I know you know about flow state clearly. Not a lot of people do. It's a, a thing that's going to change the world once the whole world gets what flow state is and how it easy out. it is to access it. Like, but is there a moment when you essentially come out of that flow? Like say you're going at it and then all of a sudden, bang, you get a kick to the face. Is it like 
boom. Like, does reality just come back and you're still in the fight? But, like, do you come out of that flow state in the fight, if you know what I mean? So, sometimes, which is, like, a, a scary thing because you want to get back into it so fast. You're like, right. oh, boy, like, get back to it. But a lot of it becomes reactionary, right? If you've trained it enough times, it's just muscle memory. Right. And so I always think, like, okay, like, as soon as I start to lose it, I'm just like, all right, get into your flow. Like, forget what he's doing. Focus on what I need to be doing. And I just try to find right back into it. I mean, I luck out where most of my fights haven't been super, super long. But the ones that have, like, again, the whole time, I'm just like, okay, like, react and keep sticking to my game plan. Do what's, you know, like, what's working and get rid of what's not, you know. And, and as long as you try start to refocus, that little bit of that energy or that, all right, I'm going to get right back to what I'm doing, a lot of times it'll bring you back into that state. It'll bring you back into that, right. all right, we're right back to what we're doing. I love that. And I know, like, I, I know from – watching other interviews in the past and a show on Netflix kingdom. We talked about it a little bit, just seeing different aspects of it. I mean, I know it's a thing and I've heard you can probably back on it and tell me more about it. If you've seen it, like I know that moment before you walk down is like, like you said, that's the most nerve system where a lot of people right away are so prepared for that fight. They still like, I don't want to fight. I'm good. Like yeah, I'm all right. right. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, what? You just trained yeah, no, for you... six months. Like, what are you oh, doing? It is, um, Have you ever done that, sucks. but then still went out? Has it happened to you? Every fight, dude, every fight, really? every oh, fighter shit. does it. Yeah, that's great. That's what I thought. I see it all the time, and you hear it all the time. It's like that's a crazy thought. Like you're going in to get beat up if you don't win, and it's like yeah. nobody hey, wants to get knocked out. Even yeah, if you, you do don't, it, yeah, you true, even... true. You know, am I right with that point. comment too? Do you you don't want to get knocked out. That must be like the biggest concern. Like I don't want to get choked out, and I don't want to get knocked out. Like yeah, dude. You, yeah. What's yeah, the biggest fear going like, into it? Yeah, well, that sucks. You know, you have all these people who like. Put this way, Cowboy says it best, right? Cowboy has this uh, video online where he talks about like getting into the cage, and it gives me goosebumps because he's just so articulate about it. Um, but like, you got to think if if it was just like me and you in a gym sparring and you beat me, like, all right, yeah, you beat me, like whatever. Well, we're out there, like my mom has to watch, you know, mm -hmm. like my girl, my friends, my fan, everybody has to see. And so on top of it, right? Like you'd think it'd be this, like, oh, I'm just going to do what I love, and they're going to support me, which they are. But that's right. not how you see it in your head. Everybody, everybody, the three weeks leading up to it, dude, kick his ass. Dude, you're going to knock him out. Dude, you're the man. Go in this fight. <laughs> no <Like>, pressure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, just leave me alone. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm in here cutting weight, trying to survive, and you're here worried about me punching somebody. Like, just get out of here. You know, like, it's so right. stressful, and you don't want to, like, you don't want to let those people down in a sense. Right. And you know what's awesome that you just pointed that out? I'm going back to that Netflix show, Kingdom, because – it's it's almost like and, and we talked about it a little bit the audience didn't hear you but you said it seems like legit like from what you've seen so far jake's new into the show but he's like i love this show so far and what i've realized not being an mma fighter is it seems like it's a real view of the backstage there's a lot of professional mma that's, fighters in the show and it just seems yeah. like this is what the reality is of a fighter like and it seems that's, legit like yeah that's kind of the thing i'm super skeptical about those shows obviously you know like yeah we're portraying a lot of ways. I mean, you look at one of the highest paid guys, Conor McGregor, he makes us all look like clowns, you know, like I'm not right. punching old dudes in bars. Right. Unless they're trying to get some, but like, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. I do get that. No, I get that. And the reason I brought it up though, is I remember like every fight in that show, the parents, the moms, everyone's just like, can't handle it. Like they don't know what to do. All of them talk, which like, yeah. I don't like going. I hate this. I hate when he gets hit. I hate when he's dude, getting choked. Like, what do I do? My, <laughs> my poor mom, dude, I say it all the time. She hates it. She <laughs> loves me. She's so supportive. She's in every fight. She, dude, she'll, she'll help me sell tickets. Whatever it is, she hates it. 
she won't walk in the she'll only like she'll literally and i can't make this up she'll sit outside of like where the venue is until it's my time to fight she'll get up <laughs> walk in just for my fight and then she's out that is it oh. she's not watching any other fight she's not staying anywhere oh dude shit that poor woman i, I really put it through <laughs> she loves it though if it, when you get to the point bro when you're standing in a big in a on a big scene octagon stage you got a belt around you your mom's gonna be crying 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 that's my baby yeah, <laughs> so, you know though man like it, it's, it's hard to watch oh dude i i couldn't imagine it i'm a coach just seeing some of my guys get in there man is like so hard i believe it dude my, my little brother here's a story from when i was a kid i'm a non-violent person i can handle myself if i need to i try to be peaceful that's what i'm about but i was a young kid my brother got into a fight with one of his friends at the time and I'm like, I always learned, let people do their thing, stay out of it. No one jumps anybody. I've always been like that. And my brother's beating the kid, throwing punches. And I'm just like, all right, mind you, I'm probably 13. His, his kid's older brother's like 25. He's like, got a background. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to get involved. I'm the older brother. He's the little brother. And all of a sudden, the kid turns my brother over and just starts punching him, punching him. I'm like, ah, I couldn't watch it, dude. And I'm not going to lie, I came over and I kicked him like in his side like to get him off of him. And his brother threw me across the room, the older guy. I'm like, what the fuck? But in my mind, it was like, I get that. That was my brother. I couldn't watch it. And I knew it was about fair. I wasn't going to go fight the kid and jump him. But I was like, dude, I can't just sit there and watch you punching my brother while his eyes are like tearing yeah. up. Like, no, I can't watch it. It's hard to dude, sit there that's and like, that. You know, like, my mom's going to watch me go through that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for her, like, oh. It's got to be, be nerve-wracking on that. And just the, the other thing I wanted to ask you, too, about the training. Like, I, that's another thing well, I was going to reference the show. Every fighter in that show leading up to the fight, everyone's always bothering them. And it's the same thing. It's like, dude. I need two, three weeks, just no one talk to me. Just let me get in my zone. Let me get ready. But people can't seem to get it. How often do you battle with that? Like, how bad is that every reality? Single, uh, every, dude, yeah. that is like an every single day. Like, put it this way. Like, and, and not, not to throw shade at any of my regulars. At my, I, I, I'm the GM at a bar at the window. Not to throw shade at any of my regulars. But do you know how many times a week from the same people I hear, hey, when are you fighting? I don't, yeah. dude. I don't know. I'll tell you. You just, I, what right. I know, you know, you you need to fight. Oh, dude. When it comes, it comes. Yeah. yeah it, actually, that, when it, when's the last time you had a fight because of COVID? Like this, that's that's got to be nerve wracking. I want to hear your view on that. Like, how much of a uh, has that been? Just pure good because you could train so much more, or has it been like a what the yeah. hell? I need to get in this sooner or later. Uh, I I have like I have a very strong like fire right now to get in there and yeah. to make something happen. But, like, dude, I've just been training like an animal lately. Like, I, you know, Good. like, it's one of those times, like, my weight's lower than it's ever been. Not, not, my weight is consistently at its lowest. Like, nice. I'm, I'm like, so far ahead now from where I've ever been that, like, you know, like, I, I had two years off at one point for a knee surgery and for opponents pulling out. Like, I've had the layovers. So, at this point, it's like, you know, what? It, it is what it is. Make the best of it and come out swinging. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for it to get back back into it. But, you know, like, I, dude, I, I have boxing lessons set up. I have, like, anything you can imagine I have going right now. Plus, I got my, you know what I mean, my own gym with my coaches instructing my, like, I'm That's on awesome. such a level for training right now that I'm like, but just when it, when the time is right, it'll happen. I don't need to rush it. You know, like it'll come. Of course, man. And you, you know, another thing that stands <coughs> out to me, I notice MMA fighters don't have long careers. It's, it's not a career. You're going to be in there at 45 banging out with guys. Like it's, it's rare if you're going to be an old yeah. guy getting in there. So like, this has got to be a huge step in like your big plan. I would assume like, cause you know, you're going to yeah. fight until you can't fight. And then you need to do something like, 
I, I like, do you know, like, what MMA fighters, like, do you know anybody personally who's gone through that transition of, hey, I can't fight anymore, I'm too old, but then they feel lost, they have no idea what to do because they weren't prepared for that after fighting type life, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's, it's sad, but, like, nobody really prepares you for it, you know, like, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't tell you how much they're going to take out of, of, like, what you make, you know, they don't tell you that, you know, if you make a thousand bucks for the show, they're still going to tax you on it, and then you're, you're going to get taxed even more on it in the end, like, yeah. It, it really is like uh, a sad awakening to most guys when they're kind of down or when they're like quick, not quick money, but when the money stops coming in like that, mm-hmm. it's a panic. And so like, I know a lot of guys who coach, coach full time. And that's good. That's what they should be right. doing. Right? That's um, what you know. Yeah. That's what you know. That's what yeah. you're good at. Yeah. Yeah. Why, well, you know, like, why wouldn't you pass on your skill? You know, like I laugh all the time. You know, I, you know, I was explaining this to someone the other day. I hopefully, you know, in good regards, will get my black belt by the end of the year. Let's just say, even if it's by next year, whenever. Um, but like, it's taken me longer to get this black belt than it takes a doctor to get a PhD. Wow. You know what I mean? Like people don't yeah. think about that though. You know, like right. I, I'm now 12 right. years in jiu-jitsu, 12 years that's taking insane. classes, three, four hours. You know what I mean? Like doctors, you know, like that's more than you're going to see for most things like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a career that's not, looked at in the right light in my opinion because it's looked at as a violent sport but it's a sport it's competitive it's competition and another thing i already know from seeing it and then again i'm going back to that show i don't want to reference the show too much but it's fine, it's fine. they talk about how all these fighters don't make money like your the Dude, goal as a no fighter is you need to get big like your goal is i'm gonna get my top ass kicked and kick ass until i get there yeah that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. top three or you're not making any money and you have to know that's that like, going into it, obviously, right? That like, dude, that yeah, that's a harsh reality. You know, put it this way, like, and this is gonna sound really sad, but like for some of the younger kids out there, right? You're like, oh, I'm gonna have that 22 year old Conor McGregor money. Like, hey, if so, man, go for it, kill it. I'm not, right. I'm not knocking anybody's hustle, but make sure you hustle on the side because like you gotta sustain, you know, like, and yep. that's just the honest truth of it, like if you have the means or parents or whatever it is to not have to, you know, like. Hey, go train all the time. Don't be lazy. Spend all your time in the gym. You know, but uh, for anybody yeah. else, like you, you really do have to kind of set up something else. You know, I, I now own a demolition company on the side. Nice, so, bro. Like, thanks. Yeah, I'm a. It's, I'm that's gotta busy. be tough though, because you want your main fo- like, and that's that's reality of a lot of industries. Like music, I have a lot of friends in the music industry. One of my friends is a he's an up and coming R and B artist. He's legit. He owns a barbershop. He can't do music full time. It's not there. My other buddy's out in Illinois. He's doing tracks with big artists all the time. Same thing, works a job, does music all night. So it's like when you want your passions to be your reality, especially when it's a competitive passion like fighting, music, art, you've just got to do it because you love it. And that's one thing I try to teach a lot of people in the AR Vibes community is like when you're doing things for passion, like off a side note, I've been making music. I've never made music my whole life, but I've always been very passionate about music. And I got to a point through meditating one day where God was just like, hey, try it. And I was like, ah fine and i sat down one day for six hours forced myself to get into a flow state and wrote three songs and i was literally impressed i was like whoa and it's pretty cool just sparked a whole new passion i do it all the time now like i love yeah, awesome. music now <laughs> like yeah but it's, it's something it's you, you know firsthand you have to oh. chase the passion in a sense you can't just yeah. want a passion to be your reality unless you make it your reality yeah i, I always uh i always think you got to figure out what it is that you love and if yeah. you love it that much, you got one of two options, make money off it or strictly keep it as what you love. Yeah. You know, like, cause I see a lot of people will do that too. They'll, 
take something that they do love or enjoy and they'll turn it into such work that they don't yeah. enjoy it anymore. And that's exactly what you, really what you love. And yeah. so you got to find a happy balance. If you can make money on it and still love and enjoy it, go for it. But that's the, the ultimate side, goal. Yeah. To have yeah, that balance it, of love what you do and make enough money to live off it. Yep. Exactly. But if the, I like that you if, said that too. It's important, man. Yeah. If you're working too, if, if the things that you love become too much of a job, you generally stop to love it. You know, like it, it starts to fade out. And so like, that's a cool balance. I think a lot of people don't realize like, you know, everyone's always been like, Oh, you know, how long do you think you're going to fight? How long are you going to go until I don't find until it fun anymore? Yeah. Well, I do like pretty sure, Like I just, I, I enjoy it. I have fun, yep. you know, like, and so as long as I'm having fun, why wouldn't I keep doing it? I agree. So same thing, if I don't have fun, I'm out, you know, like, cool. Yep. I don't, I've, I've traveled the world. I've done my, you know, like I've done my business. Like I don't have much to prove. Now I just, I'm going to get in there and just do what I know I can do. Yeah. So. And you, and just to get to the point of a professional fighter, like that's not, that's that alone, that journey has to be insane. Like just to get, you have to have fights to get there. People, a lot of people oh, might yeah. not realize that. Like I'm going to register as a professional. No, you need to literally have a bunch of fights and show that you're good enough to even consider yourself professional. Like, yeah, at, think, like how many fights did you have to have to, before you could, claim that professional spot how many so fights do you know technically in new hampshire you only need three okay i had nine did you have to win so, all three two no Isn't it doesn't that matter that's no. what can you lose all three get out of here well so the thought process is if you've lost all three and you've continuously trained you at least know now what you're getting into you know like there's you. a there's an understanding of what it takes and what it you might not be that good you but you may love it. You know, like there's a there's right. understanding to that too, you know? Let, let me ask you this for the people, if someone listens to this and they're a amateur fighter right now and they hear what you just said, is it worth at that point, say you go 0 and 4 as an amateur, but you're all close fights. Is it worth going in professional? Should you wait till you get some wins under your belt? And do you not, cause I'm assuming you don't want to go in with a bad professional record. Like I know I'm well, made enough. Like you said, top three get paid. If you yeah, stop that, so it's gonna be a bad hit, right? Uh, your amateur record means nothing, though. No, the professional record. Like, if you go in 4 oh, yeah. no, if you're 0-4 as an amateur and you go in pro there and you lose your first two fights, like, is that almost like... That's not good. That's not yeah, a good so, start. It's not yeah. the... You know, like, hey, anything can happen in this game. You know, like, it, right. it really is just kind of wild. Obviously, that's not a good start. And so, like, the other thing, too, though, is, like, why rush? You know, like, that's right. the, the thing. Like, I get it. Take all the crazy fights and do all that. And Hey, maybe it works out, but maybe it also burns you out or ruins. You know what I mean? right. like it's just a, right. a two-sided sword. Yeah. That came to me. Cause I, I've seen like when I've watched, uh, you know, if I watch a UFC pay-per-view, the fights leading up to it, I've seen guys who I didn't know by name. You probably know all of them. And I'll see a guy like eight and oh, nine and oh professional. I'm like, why is he fighting? Nobody still like, he's not, he's beating people. Yeah. He hasn't lost. We'll see, like, when do they get that jump to like, go get a big fight. Let's see what you got. You, oh, dude, you see guys in there with like 25, 30 wins. I know. <laughs> it's it's kind of, I like, I don't want to say it's luck of the draw, but there's a lot of luck factor into the matchmaking. And okay. did you have a good night? Did they have a good night? You know, like it, it's anything can happen. And so like, you know, like if the right fights are acquired and, and you, a lot of it too is like, I don't want to say self-promotion, but like lucky promotion and social media. Yeah. Now, like, yeah, some crazy thing. A fighter blows up. A big promo takes him, takes care of him with a couple of right fights, and all of a sudden, the stars have aligned really well for him. Yeah, well, he didn't align. He set it up, and it, but it was you know kind of right place, right time too. Don't get me wrong. This you, isn't. I'm not a trash talker, but I have to point oh. this out to what you said. Masvidal, I like him, but Usman. When I saw that fight, I'm like, no way. Usman's gonna work him the whole fight. But I could see that he had the big 
presence. Like he was a big, like I'm scary. People like know me. I'm got a social media presence. I talk a lot of shit. I'm going to get that fight. And then it was almost like it wasn't even a fight. And I was like, what the hell? Or Connor and Khabib. It was almost the same thing. Like, what the hell was that? Like, Khabib yeah, had I mean, no was, chance with him in there. Like, it's insane. Yeah, well, I agree with that. I think the when it comes to, to Masvidal, like, he took that fight, I'm pretty sure, on, like, a week's notice. So. Was it? Okay. Okay. Yeah, which changes I knew he was things. talking shit leading up to it, too. Like, he wanted the fight. I know he did. Yeah. And here's the thing. He, like, out of all the dudes who just talk about it, I'll give it to him. That dude do is it. about it. Oh, yeah. yeah I knew he was a street fighter when he started, right? Like, Kimbo Slice type fighting, like, backyard fighting. He was oh, yeah. But, dude, he's super tough. I mean, he's beat some legit guys. He's knocked out some studs. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's more of like a – was like I guess the way I'm trying to reference is – and I, I love him. He's a tough guy. He's a bare-knuckle fighter who goes to be an MMA animal. Oh, but I, more like, I feel like it was like the, the personality got him that fight in a sense. Oh, like, dude, that's or did he earn that fight over other guys, would you say? Like that were in line Both. for Usman? Both. Both? Both. Okay. Both. But like there is a big level of his his communication, the way he does talk that gets yeah. him there, you know? Like there's a level and it sells that. tickets. It sells tickets. Yeah. And I feel like that's got to be a big aspect when you get to the like it Dana is, White, you can tell he's a money guy. He wants to make money. That's all he cares about. It's all, yeah, of course. And well, it's like, the good how do I get the big somebody, fight? Yeah, but somebody like Masvidal, I think it's that's who he's been his whole career. You know, true, there's never been true. a change up or like a putting on a persona where there are guys who like just talk to talk. And yeah, I think that really is. If you guys were out, you know, like bumped into each other, you had no idea who he was. I think that's just be the same guy. Be. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, like I, 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 I agree with that. Him. I agree with that. I agree with it. I do. Like uh, going, you know, we're going to stay on the negatives, but it reminds me of like when Connor and Khabib were in the corner. And Connor's like, man, it's just a job, man. It's just a job. Yeah. And Khabib's like snapped and like pushed him back. Yeah. And like, what the let's hell talk do you now. Let's You were talk talking now, about my yeah. family, my kid, my wife, everything. Like, dude, let's go. Yeah. Like, this ain't a oh, game. Yeah, you wanted this. Now you got it. That's the thing, though, man. Like, there's a line that like someone like Connor, like Masvidal, like you don't hear him talk about stuff like that. You know, like yeah. there's true, a level of true. there's a level of old school respect that like I think you don't see in the game a lot, and that's why like people are so attracted to him because okay. he's like, yo, I'm just gonna whoop on you. Like, forget the rest. Like, we're gonna, you know, like. I'm just going to sure. fight you, you know, like, and that's kind of a cool thing. But someone like Connor, man, he crosses the line, and then you're going to act like it's just business. It's not, man. Hey, everyone's going to line if you cross it. Like, you, you yeah, you, yeah, you can't push somebody and expect not to be pushed back. For sure, for sure. I want to – let's flip the script a little bit. Um, I want to know more about – I know you coach kids. You – one of the biggest things I want to say thank you to, that first time we were shooting the interview, you spent, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour training my son – while you were training for a professional fight. And I, I want to point that out to my about. community. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I, <laughs> I had to point out, because that's, that's that is literally when you can tell someone's got a heart, like a good heart, and it's passion for them. Like, no one would, like, I couldn't see myself going to a, a big-name fighter right now and being like, hey, I know you got a fight coming, but, like, my kid's interested in learning a little bit from you, and they'll just be like, oh, yeah, sure. That's pure passion, and you can tell you have a good heart. Like, I'll take a little bit away. And my kid loved that. He got a lot out of it. He was, he worked, dude, he's still doing little things at home. Like he still remembers stuff. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I don't see, remember awesome. all that. It's insane. So I want to yeah, ask, like, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What are you asking? No, it's just. I was going to ask, like, what's advice for kids? Like, I know you probably have set methods on what you do with kids now. So I don't want you to give your secret sauce. I'm like, no, if no, I, if listening right now, what are you going to tell them about not just fighting, uh, their path in life? What is your best advice for a child that you're trying to coach up on life right now? What would you tell them? Hard work. It's like, it's almost one of those things where I think now, like, especially as a coach or as a mentor, a father figure, call it whatever you want. Uh, the one thing that like I'm very hard on is like, why are we celebrating little things, right? 
all these like little dumb things. Oh, good. I, I don't want to celebrate your wins or your losses. I want to celebrate your hard work. And yeah. so when, when you teach a kid or, you know, like even like I do this for myself, if I have a week where I'm crushing it, I, I earned my cheat meal. I didn't, Oh, you know, today was, no, no, no. I, I have to put in, you know, so much hard work just for small enjoyments. And so I always try to praise and, and teach these kids, like you have to love the process. You have to know that you're not celebrating whether you did it or you succeeded. Because then right. what if you don't, you know, like, all right, what if it's some kid trying to fight and he loses that fight? Yeah, you know, my how first do you handle fight, it? Yep. Yeah, my first pro fight, I got kneed so bad in the cup that he split my cup. Like that, Hold on, I wanted to ask you about that. We're going to get into that. But tell, actually, just get right into it. Because that, I wanted to know how that happened. I was watching that fight. You were winning that fight, clearly. It was quick. And then you get an illegal knee to your crotch, breaks your cup, and then neither of you get a win. That's something I can't understand about the sport. I need you to help me get that. Like, how did you not win when he did something wrong to make the fight end? If that makes sense. Uh, I don't get that. So you both technically got no win or loss, right? That's how that works? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The that must be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, the referee didn't feel like he did it on purpose. And so they called it a no contest. Ooh, so it's a referee discretion. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's, so yeah. so referee could have made him lose the fight for that. Yeah. Wow. And so Was that, that your he, last he, fight because of COVID? Dude? No, nope. I had one more after that. I, uh, I ended up armbarring the kid in the first round. I do remember that. From the that. bottom. I do remember that. Yep, the elbows. I do remember that. Yep. yep, I do remember that, actually. That kid, that kid looked a little bit more uh, – I don't judge by the look, but he looked a little more intense than the kid before him. So I was like, all right, Jake, get through this kid. And you got through him. It was nice. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a good one. I was he, him is up, he, ran him across the cage. Yeah. And he slammed him. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, Actually, let's run, let's run the audience through that because that's on YouTube. They can find this. But tell them about that fight because that was actually beautiful. I remember how you went in. and Actually, if you want to start the fight before, which I thought was your first pro fight, but it was, it was supposed yeah. to be, and then they did something and messed well, up. They did the cartwheel kick. And no, that was yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That yeah, was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so that's tell the last Tell us about both of those. So or, or, yeah, tell me about like walk through it. Like, what was your mind? Like, how, you already talked about mindset. Like, what what was your plan? Like, what you did? Just tell people what you did in those fights to execute. Uh, all right. So like the cartwheel kick, right? A couple of years ago, it's supposed to be my first pro fight. I built up all this like hype. I'm so ready. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. The day of weigh-ins, the kid pulls out. I'm fighting at 135. I'm like, oh great, here we go. Uh, so now I'm like on my way to weigh-ins. We're still trying to find me somebody. Matt Brady, you know, I, I give him a shout out every time I kind of bring this up. You know, he took the fight on a day's notice. His, he was supposed to fight. His opponent pulled out. And nice. so it, it just kind of aligned. Um, I ended up coming Same up weight class, too? Oh, you went yeah, up. So yep. He, so he's a 45er, right? And so, like, which is fine. I fought at 145 and 135. But I, for the fight, we were fighting at 135. So I had cut down, mm. right? And so I rehydrate to, like, 140. And I talked to Calvin and he was like, all right, just make 145. And uh, when I got there, the other gentleman got on the stage, get on the scale at 155. Oh, so man. I was just like, I literally, I just, I was like, hey, I don't care. Like, I've worked way too hard. I just want to fight. Thank you for taking the fight. Like, whatever. Um, and so, like, I, I got to be honest, the cartwheel kick, I like, not that I planned because you never, like, plan a fight. But it was in the game plan. I like. Right. I, t I told all my coaches. I told a bunch of the guys. I was like, I'm telling you, the first 30 seconds, I'm going to throw it. Worst case scenario, it doesn't hit. He takes me down. I feel confident on the ground. Worst case, right? Best case, I get a cartwheel kick knockout. You know, like, cool. I get a great finish. Um, 
and so I do like during that fight, uh, you know, like the week leading up to it, I had a bunch of like personal stuff going on. I had bought a brand new car, like four days later, the engine blew. Oh, and I was like, dude, I was like, are you serious? Like the, I literally at one point, the week leading up to the fight was stuck on the side of the highway, calling one of my coaches, like in tears, mad and upset and just like so fed up that like, I just, I just got screwed. Like I got like, you know, say like $5,000. Yeah. And I was just like, right now, this is not what I need. I had like all this stuff going on. And so like, I got in that cage and I like, at one point I looked at my coach and I was like, unless the lights drop from the ceiling and take me out, I'm not going to walk out of this fight without winning. Like, yeah, I, I had just so much on my plate. Um, You're ready to go. And you had a lot of stuff built up inside too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like two months prior, I had lost one of my best friends and like, I was just, Sorry in, like, to hear a, that. thank you. Thank you. I was just like in like a whirlwind of my own stuff. And uh, so I went in and like, just kind of super relaxed, man, you know, like, and same thing, you know, the game plan had to change because obviously the opponent changed. So it was just kind mm -hmm. of, let's ride it out a little bit. If you can still impose the same game plan, great. If something else happens, it happens. And so right off the rip. Oh, hold on. You're muted, brother. You're muted again. <laughs> hold on. Let's see if we can fix it. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Don't mind us guys. This zoom thing, all the kids are using it for school in the world. I feel like this happened when we, before we went recording, we both muted real quick, but jump right back in. Um, all right. So I go in, I'm like, same game plan. I throw a couple hard leg kicks right away. He rushes me and takes me down. And I'm like, all right, cool. Right in my comfort zone. I'm comfortable, you know, like no problem. Uh, we hit the ground and he just worked into, you know, a position that I kind of enjoyed. I sweep him over. I get up and I'm like throwing a couple shots and I just, in my head, I go, Oh man. <laughs> Dude, I can't make this up. It, for like a split second, I go, you talked all that shit, dog. Throw it. You know, like. Have you like, seen him down? Chose... you seen the head there? <laughs> Dude, well, so like, I was like, oh, you know, like I told this many people, you know, like I really trained it. Why? What do I got to lose at this point? Like, right. It's another Amy fight. You know, it, it wasn't a pro fight. Like, run it. And so I just was like, all right. And I dropped as if I was going to shoot on him. And his hands came down. The kick came right up and over. And it did. I mean, it was beautiful. What a feeling. Like, I, oh, my God. Like, even afterwards, like, I shout out, like, Curtis Stofan. I'm like, you know, like, some, some of the guys I was working with at the time, like, this kid, Curtis, who's one of my Mick guys, dude, me and him trained that cartwheel kick forever, dude. That's like, awesome. That <laughs> admits for me for so long with that kick. And so you can even see, like, dude, at the end of the fight, I jump in the cage, and I'm pointing at him. I'm like, we did this. We did this. Like, did you That's see amazing. that? That's amazing. Oh, dude, it. it was so cool. It was so dude, the, cool. The best part, not the best part, this part, like, made me die, though. The commentator, I don't know if you know the guy by name, but he just yells out, what the hell was that? And the other guy's like, that was a cartwheel kick. And they're both like, what the hell? I've never seen that before in my life. And I'm just like, dude, he knocked him out. He knocked him out. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Oh, dude, I, I was pumped. It was clean, too. He got right in the chin. Man, he just went down. Like, it was clean as hell. Yeah, there was a couple, like, <laughs> cool things after that. Like, Sanchai, who's, like, the world's, like, best Muay Thai fighter. Or, like, arguably, you know, like, not to get into any right. debates here. But one of the greats. He posted me on his, like, Instagram for it. And I was like, oh, man, I'm making it. You know? <laughs> how does, yeah, how does that feel? Good. I got to ask you, how did that feel? Oh, so good. So good. Such a, it, it's not a little thing, but in a sense, it is. Yeah, and this it is. is it's it's I just point a little out. validation. Yeah, I want to point this out for the people who start to climb up in the world. Like, you can't give recognition to everyone, but some, same for me. Like I, it's a little thing. I don't know if you know who Dizzy Wright is. He's a rapper. He gives me shout outs on his Instagram often for AR Vibes. He's told yeah. me he'll do a song with me. I got to pay him. I don't care, but he wants to do a song. He's a legit artist out in Vegas. And just that little recognition of him even noticing me. Gary Vee one day recently liked one of my tweets. And I'm like, yo, Gary Vee liked my tweet. Yeah. It's a small thing, 
but it feels good when someone that shouldn't even know who you are recognizes something you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say shouldn't know who you are. From my aspect, those no, guys shouldn't know who I am. Yeah, you're a fighter. Of course, they're, they're watching the scene. They want to see who's out there. But yeah. that must have been a huge, like, wow, yeah, this guy's, like, one of the best and noticed super, me, super like, cool. fighting. Yeah. yeah. No, super cool. Honestly, with the kick, my favorite moment, uh, I, I can't remember if I was walking through Vegas or Atlantic City. But I'm in a casino. I'm with Jukes. It's late night. We're all kind of, like, you know, not wandering around. But we're all, you know, stumbling around, having a yep, great time. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, celebrating the win. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're celebrating. Exactly. We're celebrating yeah. the hard work. You know, like, yeah. the wins and losses. We're celebrating that hard work. You're and starving sudden, yourself, losing weight, time to get out there and have fun. You did your thing. Yeah, yep. you know, and so all of a sudden, dude's like, Jake, look up. I look up, and Anthony Pettis is, like, five feet from me. And I was just yeah. like, yeah, I was like, wait, is that? Did he say right, what's up? Cool. Dude, so I stopped, and I was like, hey, man, like, I'm a huge fan. I'm, you know, like, just real quick. And at first, I, uh, I could tell he was kind of like, oh, like, I do this all the time. And I go, hey, listen, I'd love to show you one of my fights. It's 30 seconds. I go, I wouldn't show it to you if I didn't think it was worth it. And he's like, he kind of looks at me. And I was like, I promise you, dude, I hit it. And it's so cool. And he looks at me and I go, I emulate your style a lot. And he, dude, I can't make this up. He goes, tell me you hit a car wheel kick. And I'm like, dog, you got to see this, yes. dude. I showed it. To, yeah, we're in the middle of a casino, dude. And for like that's 30 amazing. seconds, he watches the video. And he's like, oh, shit, dude, that's so cool. Dab me up. We just shot the shit for a second. We took a picture and he bounced. And like, that's it was just awesome. such a cool moment. Yeah, like that's, you know, like, it's pretty great. That's a dude I look at too. And I'm like, I don't want to fight him. But he's so, you, actually, he's let me so ask cool. you, top notch, your weight class, who would you be fighting for a title in the UFC right now at your weight? 135. Would it be Alessandra? Is that Alessandra or is that lower? He's, no, you're smaller than Alessandra. Way smaller, Oh, right? dude, yeah, I'm way smaller. I'm about as small. What is he, 175? Yeah. All right. So who would you be fighting? Who's, who would I? Uh, who just won the? Uh, is Demetrius Johnson your weight class? Yeah, but he went to one FC. All right. The kid that just okay. beat Jose Aldo. Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. Oh, um, Peter Young? Peter Young? Yes. Yep. That's who you'd be That's fighting. <laughs> I know. Do you want to fight him? Do you want to fight him? Let's sure. broadcast this. Let's broadcast yeah. this to the world. I, let's Hell yeah. It. Oh, I would love to see this. Dude, I, and I know you got the mindset. You're not afraid of any fight. You'll take it. You don't oh, need yeah. shit. Hey, if it, hey if, it comes to, if it comes my way, it's got to be done. You know? And you know there's pros out there that will hear, like, hey, you want to fight Peter Young, Jose Aldo? They're like, ah, nah, I'm all set. It's like, what? Why do you do this then? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Well, it, to, so put it this way, though. At the same time, like, when it gets to that level, it really – you do have to think, like, at a professional point where, like, even at my level, you know, like, I could fight the best dudes around, right? And if you're so losing say, everything, it doesn't help, Yeah. Yeah, even if I go toe-to-toe, even if I am if I am equivalent to the, the top three guys in New England, if they all beat me right off the rip, it's just not a good – it doesn't make right. sense, you know, like, and why. Right. And, again, that, that's like me trying to, like, skip over the ladder. You know, right. so put it this way. Do I think the top guys beat me? No, I think, you know, like I, I, I do think I'm world class. I do think that I have, you know, like kind of the skill and the ability. But like it, 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 it does have to be very professional and professionally thought through. Yeah, of course. You don't want to. And that's what that was my reference to earlier when I said, is it a it must be real, like almost like an end of the game, unless you have a great mindset. If you go in quick and lose like your first two, three fights, because now you're like, you're not going to fight the guy that's 8-0. and He's not going to want you. He's going to be like, nah, yeah. I don't want that guy. And it's like, dude, he's exactly. not even big yet. I got to get through him. Yeah. And it's, yeah, So you want to be smart about picking fights early and getting yeah, – well, not picking, but, like, taking them. And, yeah, I mean, what would they have to gain in that sense, you know? Yeah. Especially when you're no, not making big money until you climb. So, like, yeah, you're doing it out of passion, but if it ends your career too quick because you rushed it, it's not yeah, worth it in that aspect. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you see a lot of guys will rush out the gate – 
and get so gun ho that they're not the big fights come and they're not even ready for them. And like, that's always kind of sad too, you know, like, I don't know. I, dude, it puts me, there's no right method to the madness with this. Right. Right. Let's go off topic a little bit. I want to talk a little do bit it. more about uh, the, the, your, your new business, your gym. Do, um, do you already have rates and stuff set? Like, would you want to share for the audience for their kids or their adult age? Like, how that would work if they want to come join your gym when it's ready to go. Because yeah, yeah. I know so, you got the soft opening coming. I got you. So uh, this is all – now that I'm saying it on camera, it's got to be solidified, you know? Write <laughs> hey, this stuff down. prices change. Prices change based off value. So, hey, you're new. Oh, I, you might start I, low, but you might have to get your numbers up there. People have to respect that. I like, if they can't, I, they're not for your gym. I like to stay consistent, though, you know? Uh, like so right now, the way uh, everything has kind of looked to be is that I'm going to start having classes at twice a week minimum. Right. And so if you're an adult, that gives you four classes to come to. Two of them are coached by me. One's coached by Brian Caldwell, who's one of the top black belts in the area. The other one's coached by John Howard. You have nice. high level instructors in there, four classes a week. You're looking at 12 classes a month. Right. If you came to all of them, I'm charging one hundred and twenty dollars a month. That's right? so, more than worth it. Yeah, that's so insane. I, I totally agree. Right. I think that's a fair price. I think that's. And so I, then I say to myself, OK, well, two days a week and two classes a day isn't that much. And I understand that people want to train extra. So for the beginning, you're going to get less for your dollar than you will in six months. Six months from now, I build up my numbers a little bit. I have the, the capital to pay the coaches for more days. Well, then guess what? We bring in another five or six students. I bring the coach on for a third day and a fourth day and no one pays any more than they already have been. Right. You're set, you know what I mean? You're set at 120. If in a year and a half from now, if I find a new location and things, you know, pick up and change, maybe the price goes up. Maybe it goes down. Maybe it stays right where it is. I would say, well, I'm in this location, the price is going to stay there. And that I'm pretty confident on. Um, I, I run traditionally my privates. If it's a one-time thing, it's $90, which I, it seems high. I've coached all over the world. I coached John Howard through the PFL. I, I've done seminars and, you know, like, all, all over the place. Like I know the value for what I have. Uh, I can back you on that too. Just seeing you that day we were shooting the interview, training people. Like you were training a whole group of adults and you would help and train my son and you were training for a fight at the same time. Like I can back you on that. Your skill sets, you. it's in your, in your ethic, your mindset is going to get help people get to where they want to go if this is what they want to do. Even if it's just for learning to defend themselves or discipline. Like I know you're a good yeah, aspect I, I, to help them. I appreciate that. You know, I think I bring a lot to the table. And so I, I don't think 90 is unreasonable, right? And that's me saying that me and you are going to have a one-on-one. -on -one. You're going to have about an hour and a half with me and you're going to learn a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And so then I think about it. If you were to sit with a doctor for one hour, what are you going to pay? Well, my schooling has taken longer. Let's put it into perspective here. You know? I love that. It, when you really do, people go, ah, oh, you know, well, they start to argue you and you go, no, really? Of course. Pick a position and I can give you everything into it and out of it. And you start to kind of realize that like there is so much groundwork behind this. And then the other thing too, though, is if, if someone's like, Hey, you know, I, I'd like to do two privates a week. Well, now you're committing to more privates. I can, you know what I mean? Like we can kind of right. talk about the price, you know, like I'm, I am more than willing. I don't have a set number right now off the top of my head. I'd have to kind of run some numbers off camera for you. Um, right. Right. Of course. I, yeah. No, I, none be, of that. No need. I got you, but no, but I will be doing packages for five or for 10, or if like, if someone's like, Hey, you know, I want to pay the 120 a month. I want to come to classes, but I'd like to do one private a week. Can you work with me? You're already nice. a member of the gym. You know, like, let me figure it out. If you and two other people all kind of want some extra work, well then I'll cut the price, you know, like 90 bucks cutting to three people. Now, you know, like now you're paying 30 bucks for almost a private lesson. It, there are ways around where, you know, like you can get what you need. I can still get what I need and everything can kind of work well. So that's kind of where it's headed. Um, nice. I do plan on having two kids classes 
I'm going to start off with one until I get more of a variety of the kid ages, and then we'll move right to two classes. And so it'll be a younger kids class, an older kids class. You'll have the jujitsu class, and then the MMA class. That'll be Tuesday nice. and Thursday. Um, Are the kids' rates going to be similar or the same? Exactly. Like they pay for monthly. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then uh, I'll also be doing some sort of a, a package deal. If you and your son were going to come in, like obviously I don't expect to be charging both of you 120. I understand. That, okay. you know, like even if it's just a percent, I, again, I'd have to kind of, I do have it all back in a notebook right now, but it's not. Right, right. Um, but there is percentage off and same thing. You know, if it's a, you know, mom, dad, and two kids, I can't charge them four or 500 bucks. It doesn't, that's not fair. And that's not why. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to do anyway. Yeah. It'd be hard to do yeah. for a family and like, Oh, 800 yeah. bucks for all of us a month. Like that's another small apartment rent. That's kind of where like the way I've looked at it and I, you know, this I'm pretty comfortable saying on camera at this point is so that, you know, like first person's full price. If it's, you know, father, son, mother, daughter, whatever the, the if it's the direct connection that, you know, it'll be 200 for both. Any kid after that is 25 bucks extra a month. You know, like at that yes. rate you go, all right. So if it's mom, dad, and two kids, you're looking at 250 a month. That's really not right. that bad. That's not bad. And, it, and you're learning a lot. You're learning a lot. Like yeah, it's not know, like, just the fighting and defense aspects. You're learning a lot about life mindset, yourself, your inner work. Like it's beautiful. And oh, yeah. a know, lot of people like, don't know, associate it. They don't get that aspect of it too. You know? Oh, it's, it, it's so much of an internal that's being taught. I mean, it's hard, mm -hmm. it's hard to put into a concept without being in the room and kind of seeing right. it as it is. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I've noticed it with just watching other people fight, like almost, a lot of moves in general, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of moves in general relate to spiritual aspects at the time. Like, hey, if you're doing this kick, you need to understand balance because yeah. if you can't balance different aspects, you're not gonna you're never gonna get it. This move, yeah, whatever. So in the, in the general core. And so like I think like better not to like tease you for your words, right? But almost like for the yeah. Jitsu community, I think the the concept and the concepts that are coached in jujitsu are right on track with that. I think the actual okay. moves, like you can kind of move anything to kind of be like, oh, you have to, but I think if you know the concept, like, hey, you need to be solid in your structure to move here. Your basics need to be solid before you move to more advanced stuff. Take right. your time, slow down. Like the, the basic uh, concepts that like are, are coached through jiu-jitsu, those 200% correlate to life, you know? Right. Those are, are life-changing when you really start to adapt to them. Okay, okay. Do you, do you meditate? Totally off topic. Do you meditate? Uh, not nearly as much as I should. Okay. Um, so you're, you're familiar problem. with meditating. You've meditated. You've learned it in your training. Yeah. Obviously. I assume at no, some point time. someone's incorporated it. Yeah. Yeah. And so That's like beautiful. for me, and I, I think everyone kind of has their own meditation. Like for me, I, like if I, if I jump rope for a half hour, it, it'll get that half hour of jumping rope and all, and I've tried it will give me more of an internal peace than sitting for a yeah. half hour. Like, you know, just by myself or in the silence like i'm comfortable in the silence but I, I i almost feel so much better after after some active so like yeah if i'm having a bad day i'm gonna go shadow box and get loose and get into that flow state for a half hour and then I, it's all reactionary and then i can start processing things without really having to think about it um and that for me is kind of my meditation you know of course you brought up oh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. no I'm, just, I'm, I'm had oh sorry you go you go <laughs> We're good at this, huh? <laughs> um, no, I was actually talking about this earlier that like, uh, you know, when it comes to getting into that flow state or just is one of those things where you have to focus on the moment, right? You think of all these things that you're doing, you're, you're driving, you're on your phone, you're, you're thinking about a million other things, 
Mm-hmm. Just like in a fight, if if I'm rolling jiu-jitsu, if I'm sparring, if I'm training, if I'm not in the moment, I'm getting beat up. You have yeah. to just work with the task at hand. And so a lot of times just that 45 minutes of getting away from the problems and focusing somewhere else is so much meditation that, you know, like that yeah. in itself is cool. I was going to say, bro, and I'm happy that you segued it with that and I, you went first because it just tied into it more. I was going to say, like, Perfect. the thing is, so a big thing I'm going to announce this for AR Vibes. We, I'm on a mission. One of my biggest missions with AR Vibes is to make meditation normal for the whole world. And I feel this because it's something I never learned growing up. I never was into spirituality. I was never into God. I didn't have religion in my house. And I found meditation through seeking a better life and like different things I did in my journey. And when I learned how to meditate and I learned different forms of meditation, it really changed my life. And it deepened my connection with spirituality, God. I've learned how to make realities in my life through meditating. And one of the biggest things I want to point out is when I look at meditation through religions and spiritual teachings, I never could understand why they were teaching it how they did. And I really feel like Air Vibes is going to revolutionize meditating. We're going to find a whole new way. It's all going to be chakra, sh- taking those top chakras and those bottom chakras and balancing them at your heart and making explosions in the world in a good way. I like, it. Yeah. So like, I want to point out that is what meditation is. Like people talk about it as sitting down, clear your mind. I can't agree. It's all about being aware in the present moment. So how you described it, that is a form of meditation. It, think about it. If you're jumping your rope, like you said, and you turn around to look at somebody, yeah, you could probably do that, but there's a good chance you might mess up when you're doing your rope. Like, ah, shit, because you're doing, you know, you're not focused how you should be focused versus that is an awareness. You need to be focused on what you're in the zone. That's what you're doing. Like, it's all your awareness is on one thing. That's meditation to the simple form of I'm focused on my breathing and not moving my body. One okay, thing, so. awareness. Yeah. And, and essentially, the big thing of meditation, it just changes your brain waves. That's all it is. So you, when you're lowering those brain waves, you're becoming more boom in the zone. And yeah. another thing is I really want to figure out, and it's been a mission I've been on, is not how to get people into flow state, because I've already passed that. You get that. You already know. You get in there, you're in flow state. You can feel when you're in flow state, you get it. Most people don't get flow state. And I, it's something I can get into whenever I want now. And I'm like, how do we yeah. teach the world to get into flow state? And the, the biggest thing I'm finding is it, it's risk and uncomfortableness, but there's got to be an easier way, I feel like, but I'm, it's something I'm trying to revolutionize because yeah, I know for a fact that there. risk and uncomfortable is automatic. You don't have to put yourself in flow state. It makes you go to flow state. If you're doing oh, something yeah. you don't want to do, it just happens. Like, you know, yeah, you but got, then you, you love it. You just got to get it over with. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's beautiful. So like I asked that because you do meditate in a sense. And if you ever want a one-on-one man, learn different forms of meditation. I'm telling you, it is a game yeah, changer yeah. for anything you do in life. When you, I'd do that. I'd definitely be down to try it. Yeah, it's insane, bro. And it's, it's all about the chakras. What do you know about chakras? Is that something you ever no. learned in your any of your trainings or? I know a little bit about it, but not enough to like go into detail or like. Did you ever do I, karate? I, about it. I did kung fu. Kung fu is karate. Okay. No, no, they're different. Totally different. I did oh, they're kung different. Fu. I, I thought so. Did okay. Karate. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought they were different. So yeah, I think karate teaches a lot on the chakras as well, the inner energies. And I, I'm not positive, but that's what I was asking. I don't know. If, I knew Kung Fu is different, but it's, I didn't know if they taught a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, no, I, I can't say I've had too much training on them. I've, I've definitely heard a little bit and, and seen a little bit and like looked into some of it, but again, not enough to articulate well right. enough. To, to yeah. Get yeah. All right. All right. Well, how about this? I know you don't – do you know when your next fight is? Everyone asks you. I don't think you have one yet because of COVID. I, is it up in the air yeah, type thing? There's, yeah, there's no, – yeah. I mean, the world's shut down. I have no idea. You know? You're rich and to go, though. So when it's ready, you're going. Like, you yeah, already I'm, know you're I'm, going. I'm excited, you know. The other thing, too, that I keep telling the people, you know, I, I'm, I had a guy at my work the other day asking me to fight, and he's a contractor. And I said, hey, I said, I got a $10,000 job for you. 
You know, I want you to come in. I said, you're going to do it all. I said, put on all that work. I go, and I'm going to give you 400 bucks when you leave. And he goes, what? And I go, yeah, I'm going to give you 400. I would never do that. And I go, well, then stop asking me to fight. I go, if nice. I go in there and I can't sell shirts and I can't sell tickets and I can't get revenue, I, I'm going to put in $10,000 worth for yep. a thousand bucks, you know, on a good day. Like, that's crazy. You know, like, right. I understand that's the level I'm on, you know, that's no disrespect to, to, but it's the reality of the world that we're in currently. And so the fact right. that there are no fights right now, like, yeah, you can't do you anything know, yeah, about yeah, it. There's nothing I can do about it, but at the same yeah. time, like I'm going to try to look at it from a professional standpoint that, okay, well, I understand there's also no money to be made and that is important as well, you know? So, yep. Yeah. You got to get by and it's, that's, that's yeah. got to be probably one of the hardest careers to be in. So if you're a young kid watching this now, it's very disciplined. It's, it's got to be very passionate. I'm assuming if you're not passionate, don't waste you your time. It. Yeah. You, you got to love, love it. it. You, you have, you have to absolutely love it. Can I get one? I got one more question, and then I want to see the gym. I want you to show people oh, the gym. Oh, yeah, of course. I got you. I got you. This, this goes back to Kingdom. I know you said you've been watching it. Ryan Wheeler, the champion, the big one they talk about. One thing I notice a lot with his fights is he hates fighting, and it's always – it's it's very obvious in the show that the dark comes through him. Like, something comes into him. You can say the devil, whatever you want, and that's how he fights. Like, he hates fighting, but he knows I just snap. I'm angry. I hate everybody, and I'm ready just to kill whoever's in front of me. Do you know? Have you? Do you know a lot of guys like that? Because I feel like you're not like that. You're more the I'm ready to go. I'm calm. I don't hate that guy. I'm gonna do what I gotta yeah. do to him, and then we're good. Like, yeah. You know what I, mean? I, I always, I always try to preach like calm, cool, collected, and confident. You know, like if I'm following that, I'm, I'm pretty solid on, right. on getting through so it. So you've never had a battle with like a something like a rage just comes out of you, like you need to just oh, snap I, in there. That happens oh, too. Oh yeah, I mean there's. There's been, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fist fight, you know, like, yeah. put it this way, like, you know, I, I'd like to think I'm, I'm an okay guy, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm pretty nice most of the time, but like, yeah. yo, at the end of the day, my mom's in that room, dog, I'm trying to hurt you too, you know, like, <laughs> if I don't knock you out, you're gonna knock me out in front of my mom's, like, you're gonna get yeah. slapped up, like, I'm not doing this, you know, like, yep. there yep. has to be that level of, uh, for lack of It's what word. you're doing, yeah, it's what he, yeah, he wanted savagery. it, he stepped in there expecting it, yeah, he knew what he was yeah, in there with. Yeah, so like you know, like it's one of those things. Like maybe there's not like this like crazy epic like that you see like this emotional like in the in the cage, but like put it this way, like even my last fight, I picked the kid up, ran over, and slammed him in the yeah, corner. Like, that was that, aggressive. You know, like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like you gotta be able to snap that sometimes. Like so, you I mean, felt something have... come through. You just like ah, pick him up and oh yeah, oh, man. man. Like yeah. this, this that was moments. solid. <laughs> Yeah, there's just moments where like you grab onto something and you're like, I'm not letting this thing go for dear life. Like, you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna kill me for trying at this point. <laughs> I love it, man, and I love it because it's sport. You're not doing it because you hate the world. You're not doing it because you hate people. You're doing it because you found something you loved when you were a kid, and just like yeah. this is what I love to do. Like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Might as well. You know, I, I love the aspect that you coach, and I love that you opened up a gym. It. The first I'm time excited. I seen the lives and you were showing, putting it all together, I'm like, get out of here. I'm like, he just opened his own gym? I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Dude, that's the so, thing, man. I'm making these moves. You have to. You have to. And, dude, just just alone, the first time I – when I first met you and I'm like, and I knew that you were a fighter, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then I started watching you train. I'm like, dude, isn't that guy he's training with in the UFC? How uh, – Doomsday. I'm like, isn't he in the yeah. UFC? I'm like, I've seen him fight in the UFC. I know I have. And then you're like, yeah, oh, he's yeah. a professional MMA fighter. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. And that's, that. that shows the level of skill you have, too, that you have connections like that at a young age. And you got them when you were younger. Like, that shows oh, yeah. that they could see what you were. Like, this kid is a champion yeah. in the future. He's, he knows what he is. 
Yeah, you know? and so like, but same mindset. Like I, you know, like I remember being 15, 16, and having you know like really start training with Dooms, and like I remember him just being a coach, and we weren't as close. You know, like probably yeah. younger than 15, but like in my head, every class, all I could say to myself was, "I'm gonna work so hard that I'm gonna stand out." And after nice. you know like a year of doing this, I definitely stood out. I was nice. training and better than half the guy, you know, like I was beating all the guys that were joining with me, you know, like obviously there's like, there was killers in the gym at the time, yeah. but being so hardworking got me really far. And so like, that's, that's kind of just how, where I continue, you know, I, I celebrate the hard work. I, I travel, I enjoy my time, but I, I, there is no pause or off button, you know, I got, you got to get up every day and run that. For sure. Bro, let's manifest something right here on this video. Let's do it. You down? What do you, I'm it's down. up to you. I want you to manifest. What do you, what's coming? What's, what's oh. the next three to five years? If you could, I know it's hard to say, oh, but three to five years. Oh, like what it. does Jake want in the next three to five years for his career and his life? Everything. What do you oh. see? What are you making happen? Tell me, put it in the end. I'm buying a house. I'm upgrading gyms. I'll have this demo company on full swing. I'll probably buy another business, man. I'm, I'm looking just to keep kind of pushing as fast and as uh, aggressively towards a positive future as I can, you know? Are you putting money. the fighting more as the extra? Like more of that. This is what I love to do. The business, all the businesses I'm starting to be the life. Like this is what I do because I love so it. So you know it's not at all. And that's what's funny. But like I'm always just like so like I have zero answers for the fighting. I'm like maybe it won't be a year until like things are normal. I really don't True. know. True. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. So that makes so it like, hard. Yeah. yeah. So put it this way. In an ideal world, I'm fighting in six months. I'm fighting again in nine months. I'm fighting again in a year. And I'm right back on track and we're running this thing all right. the way. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm full force that, you know, like hundred percent in the meantime, I'm just keeping everything in line where they are. And so the big thing too, is everyone says to me like, Oh, well, you're doing all these things. Like your training must be suffering. You're, you know, like you're, you're taking so much time. I luck out. I, I actually have a couple guys who work underneath me and I shouldn't even say underneath me. I don't mean it like that. They work with me. Right. Right. They, right. My company or not, but they work with me. We're all a big team. You. And that's how, you know, that's how it needs to be. And so they understand that, it, you know, like there are times when I have to go train because that is one of my jobs and I treat it as such. I have to make the time for it. I, you know, like I, I put uh, things in a line and aside from it so that my guys can go and work. My guys can go and do the jobs. I, you know, like I can show up in the morning, go over everything for an hour. I trust them. They're awesome workers. You know, like I leave let's say I trained for three or four hours, I might go back to the job, pick up some stuff, go over some things and, and we're right. all making money collectively, you know? Right. You don't so, need to be there the whole time. You have a good, how many yeah. guys? Two? You said two guys? Yeah. I, I, hey, I'm, a big, I have like, I'm big on the number three, brother. I don't know what it is, but when you do threes, for some reason, things become I'm, magical. I'm the third. I'm the third. <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I'm saying though? Like, I, do, you know, I, do. I don't know if you are into that type of spirituality or that type of connection with the universe. Like I've noticed this more and more and more when you have three people with the same vision, it's almost automatic. Like well, almost so, no stopping it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I got two guys under me and me, we're all ready to run this into like a big company, yeah. you know? So like, it's going to happen too. You already know. <laughs> that's how oh, it works. It's insane. Get, and it's going to oh, yeah, be quicker gotta, than you think. It's just going to, yeah. I got a work call. I got like a, a work call in like an hour for the next unit. Nice. I'm like, all right, let's just, you know, let's get in this and let's run it. Hell yeah. Let me, I'm putting you on blast right here. Feel free to what just say, we'll talk off topic if you want. But because we got this interview going, if people watch this and they want to join your gym, can we have an AR Vibes promotion, like $20 off on your first month? Or like, yeah, I'll give you your first month. AR Vibes, up to you. That way you try to get some people to join from this. From yeah, this dude, hey, I, I, I'll give 50% on the first month. 
Woo! That's not even what I, I was shooting for. I was shooting for 20 bucks. So, hey, everyone, you heard. I, if, you, if you go back that first month, you said? Yeah, first month. Half price first month if you reference AR Vibes interview. That's huge. Yep. I know yeah, my little brother's yeah. watching. Matt, he's a working yeah, man. Right. Matt, get your first month in. Yeah, I'm going to get a text in the next, like, hour or two. Gonna be, Yo, I heard about this. I'm in. I'm like, All right. All right, cool. Hey, it's, yeah. one, it's one more. It's one more. Hey, I'll, yeah, listen, uh, you know, everybody's welcome, man. But actually, I got one more question before we show the gym. Please. And then I'll let you go back to your day and let you train the guys that you got there. Um, oh, my God, I lost my train of thought, man. I had a question. Oh, in, in regard to as you're building up your own gym and having people you're training, and this comes back from the show I'm watching. Does it have an aspect where you need to have, like, all right, I need two guys who are, like, my fighters here who I'm training to fight professionally, and then everybody else can just be like, hey, I'm a construction guy. I just want to learn self-defense, or I'm a nurse, and I don't want to get – I walk home, so I need to learn things. What's the ratio you need to have a successful gym, if that makes sense? For, like, people who are there to fight, and that's what they do, versus people who want to just learn stuff. So it sounds bad, but any, uh, any gym owner will tell you you're not going to make your money off of fighters, right? That's a right. real thing. You know, right. like we don't make money. So how am I going to make money off those guys? Exactly. Not that I want them here. I, I'm a fighter. I love the fighters. Fighters can come down for fight training. We won't even call it a class. Let's just get in there and be dogs. Uh, nice. But at the same time, I'll be honest, man. Like I, I don't want any, I want everybody to do what's kind of best for them. And so like, let's say you come down and you, you're like, Hey, I never want to fight. That's cool, man. Come down and nice. train. In six months, you might change your mind. You might be like, yo, right. man, like, I'm feeling pretty good in here. Like, you think, <laughs> like, yeah, cool. if that's, you know, if that's the journey you want, like, I'm in for it. So uh, as far as, like, here and having people in my, in my space, like, I'm creating a, a culture. I'm creating a family in here. Nice. Um, you know, I, I want everyone to be kind of right where they need to be. And the rest will fill itself in, you know, like as long as everyone in the room is collectively working for the better, you know, we're all going to succeed together. And so it's just kind of that simple. It's keeping everybody who comes in here honest, keeping them, you know, like very, I don't want to say committed, but keeping them honest with their goals, what they're trying to do, what they are doing in the gym, you know, like they need to be coming in and doing what they're supposed to if they want them, you know, want to succeed as such. Right. So for sure, man. Them, for sure. I gotta let everybody do what they want, man. I can't, I can't force guys to fight, and I can't fight. Yeah, you know, of course. Force fighters not to. And that's why I asked that too. Like from the yeah, show, I question. see like the biggest fighters, none of them make money. Not even the champion is making no money because he's like not in the big, you a big organization. And I'm like, what? It's he's totally a champion true. in this organization and making no money. Like, what's the totally point? Totally true. And the Wait, point hey. is, they say to climb. You need to keep climbing until you make the money. That's a chase. Yeah. It's a chase of winning and adrenaline and passion and. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Big time. That's how they make it look, at least. <laughs> no, dude, it is. I mean, put it this way, the whole money side of things in this world is so crazy, especially with the COVID stuff. Like, one of DC's last fights, he made 30 grand. You're wow. Daniel Cormier, and you're making $30,000 a fight. Yeah, that's, that's not crazy. Cool. That's not yeah, cool. that to me is nuts, you know? That sounds so broken. I know. I know. Wow. Some COVID thing. Don't that's get me a world-class champion. Like, one of yeah, the best that, ever, yeah, like, all around. Dude, $30,000, wow. you, that is absurd. So it's, it was some COVID thing, you know, like that's the thing. The world right now is a little crazy, you know? Some people are hurting on money. They're like, whatever, I just want the fight. I want the money. Just give me the yeah. little money, whatever. Yeah, I mean, which, hey, nothing wrong with that. Let's, let's run those fights. If you're fighting for a big promotion, I mean, fight for anything. You're in front of the world. But if you're, yeah. you know, I don't blame them. Because that gets you your name out. Yep, exactly. Yep. It's all promo. That's awesome, man. I, I love this. I'm happy. I appreciate you for getting back on the podcast. Oh, dude, hey, I, listen, I love it. Love you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. I, I appreciate you more than you know, though. And before we let you jump, guys, Jake's going to give you a quick little demo of what he's working on. It's a new gym. Well, not new, but COVID made it new. <laughs> yeah. 
getting things well, so, going. Hey, the, so this location is new. I'll give it to you. I just moved it's still all the new. mats. You've been putting it together. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, we've been cutting mats and kind of doing a bit of everything here. Let's see. There it is. Gorilla Crew. Nice. All right. Let's see if I can give you a good flip of this thing. I don't want to not go with technology. We're in the final final few kind of stages right now. Getting some signage up. Nice unit over here. Going to throw some weights in, a little extra stuff. Nice. Not too shabby, man. No, that's some awesome, man. hanging soon, and I'm taking out one of the poles. So there's a little bit of a uh, couple small changes to come, but otherwise, man, I'm super happy. That's awesome. You must feel more than proud, man. Like, working this hard to get to, a, like, to make your dreams reality? Like your oh, dreams are still not your reality. You're in the you're still in the early process. You know it. Like I want to be a champion. Like this must still yeah. feel so amazing. Like the the dopamine you get, everything you get every time you every time you lay down a mat, you must get a rush of dopamine. Like ah, oh, it's almost there. It must feel so good yeah. internally. So yes and no. So like as much as like it's almost there, it isn't. I have so much work to do, and so it's like one of those little things like okay, once I get this done, I'm going to go out and have like a dinner for myself and that yep. I'm celebrating my hard work. And then, Hey, it's right back to working hard. You know, yeah, you, That's have the thing, to, like, you gotta take time you know, to balance that. So you gotta balance. Everything's about balance. That's why I love the word balance. I love yin yang. I love chakras. Like yeah, you balance your life. You, you work hard and then you get to enjoy it a little bit. Oh, and my yeah, biggest view is as long as you're not hurting other people, like unless it's a sport, that's where they're having fun. Just have fun for you. Just enjoy what you did for yourself and, yeah, like, and the people yeah. you did it for, like, and just have a good time. Yeah, I mean, uh, put it, so I, I'm going to throw this to you right before we end this because I know you're going to want to go on this one forever. So with this and, like, feeling that accomplished thing, I always say it's about the pursuit of happiness, right? Because not that I don't think happiness is real because I do obviously believe in happiness, but I think it's so much more important with that, you know, like, celebrate hard work. I think it's all about, like, the pursuit. Like, I'm excited to try to, to, try to build this place. You know, like to try to build up my clientele, to try to bring right. my students, to try to build that family. Like there'll always be a goal ahead of me. And so like, I'm never going to feel like I'm finished. I'm never going to feel like it's complete. You know, like I'm, you know, like, don't get me wrong. Like it, it's you, like I've been in here at two in the morning, three in the morning, like working and stuff like that. And it feels so, so good. Like this is yeah. mine. I can come in here, throw on my radio or my, you know, like it's great. I got my own office in the back. This is awesome. You know, like yeah. I love it. But at the same time, I'm like even more so excited for the work ahead. Well, it's coming. That's the only way, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, I love so, that. I won't keep you forever, but like you said, we could go on this forever. I love that because uh, you know I'm the same way. Like, yeah. <laughs> if if this music I'm doing somehow picks up, it's like I need all my time for air vibes. Still, I need my time for my son. I need yeah. my time for the real world. I coach three different sports. It's like, uh, but yeah. I, I'm the same way. I love that balance of what else can I do? Like, a goal here is like, dude, and it's not even. It might sound greedy. It's not, but like, how does this look? Like, I met you by fate. Just. Yeah. A bad, honestly, it was a bad time in my life where I was going through a dark depression and I was going out every weekend drinking. You happened to work as a bartender. I we wasn't out drinking. Let's no, just he was a bartender. <laughs> he was a working man. He was working. He was working. And without throwing you under the bus, like I met your dad first outside. Your dad worked outside as a bouncer. Me and him yeah, hit it off really cool to the point where I didn't even go downtown to drink. I'd always go down there to see people. Like, hey, what's yeah, up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Like, and that was yeah, my thing. But it got weird, bro, because I was leaving the depression state, and I don't drink. I don't drink at all. But it was like, how do I still, like, get into that scene with all these people? I want to see these people, yeah. but I don't want to party. That's not what I do. Yeah, and then yeah. somehow I find out you're in MMA years ago. We start connecting more. I build this. It, it gets you like, dude, I, again, it's not my own greed, but if I see you as a champion one day, that just, like, sits in my head like, wow. 
Like, dude, I knew him before he was a champion. Just seeing his, like, yeah. watching your progress is a beautiful thing to watch. And I see it with a lot of I different people that. in different areas. And it's cool just to watch it and see that passion in there because it, it makes you feel better about your own passions that you're chasing. Like, yes, like, you can do anything you want if you just yeah, want to it's, it's all super obtainable, man. It's all about that hard work. You know, like, if you mm-hmm. want it, you just got to put in the work for it. And that's, I mean, all of this is coming along, you know, like, again, I'm up until, you know, like 11, 30, 12 last night, yeah. printing all COVID, sh- you know, stuff like, all right, yeah. you know, it's just another element of what I'm doing now, you know, like. Got to meet the guidelines. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, hey, you got to just keep kind of building. That's awesome. Dude, if I, I, I might, I don't know what my schedule is on Tuesday. We got this video going. If you're open to it, maybe I can come down with a camera, just shoot your first Please. soft open and let people see what's going on. Yeah, of course, That'd man. Cool. You're more than welcome. Yeah, of course. All right, we'll, we'll talk offline after this and see yeah, like, what be time message. you're be, That'd be cool. Yeah, just start. keep me posted, man. I'll, I'll get you there. Any last words for the audience, Jake? Anything good you oh, want to share yeah. with anybody? Hey, I, I just want to appreciate you for, for letting me on here, man. You know I love awesome, doing man. this. What about uh, where can people too. find you? Where can people find you? Like if they want to see you on socials and follow your progress as you keep going. Perfect. Where can they find you? So um, your best bet is going to be to go on Instagram and uh, search Jake Pillow or Jake the Gorilla. Um, as weird as it is, right spell now. it out. Just J-A-K-E-P-I-L-L-A. Two L's, right? Yep. Make sure everyone gets it. Just in case, you're going to have those people like, I can't find it. Who's oh, P-I-L-A? yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's uh, – I'm pretty sure my IG handle, I should know this better. Um, That's all right. The, no, I know. It's at Jake the Gorilla. And so it should bring me right up. And then all of my pages, so the Gorilla Crew Fitness page, the demolition page, and pretty much everything else I'm involved with should be at the top of my page. So you can jump right, cool. on there. You can just send me a personal – anybody who's listening can just send me a personal message. I'll get right back to you. Um, otherwise, you can send one of the pages a message, and I'll get back to you eventually. But it's going to – it'll end up processing through one of the guys who runs my social media. So awesome. welcome to reach out either way, and we'll get right back to you. And, guys, don't forget, if you want to get into the gym, AR Vibes, shout out interview shout out 50% off on your first month you can't beat that and I don't know what gyms cost around but I looked like four years ago somewhere else before I knew like before I was talking about MMA and I was like damn that's expensive I'm, I'm all set just hearing your numbers sounds phenomenal compared to what I heard in the past like and to hear that it's you and two other like well established trainers like you can't beat this price at all like I already know that and I don't fight I know it though yeah, that's I kind of laugh. I'm like, people don't realize. I'm at this point. If nobody came, I would probably pay rent and pay the coaches because they're such good coaches, and I'm yeah. like, you know, like exactly, exactly. I'm bringing such a high level quality. I can't help but succeed. It's gonna succeed, bro. You already know it. It's gonna just be exactly. step by step by step, and it's gonna turn into something bigger than you can handle, which is a good problem. That's you're gonna be like, yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> that's the thing, man. Like this space, it's uh, it's big enough. But give me a year. Give me a year here, and uh, I'd say I'd say maybe by next Christmas, we're either going to be toughing it out for a couple months with some really uh, yep. tight classes, or we're going to be upgrading to something pretty sweet. So I'm excited. For sure, man. For sure, man. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody who listened in. I appreciate you, Jake. I appreciate you coming back for the second oh, time dude. after all the confusion the first time. And hey. we will air by soon. We will get footage of Jake training and fighting. We'll do it again. Even if I got to go myself with my cell phone, we're getting it done. You guys got to see him. He's, he's awesome in there. Check him out on YouTube. Check him out everywhere. It's, you, don't miss him now and then try to know him when he's up there because he's going. Yeah. He's going. So uh, That's the goal. Brother, I appreciate you. We'll do this again soon. Thank you, Thank man. You, man. Of course. Have a good rest of the day, brother. You too, bro. Bye, guys. Thanks, AR Vibes community.